remember I had lasagna. How do you want that cooked? Not too cooked for bloody as hell. You want me to hold the chicken? I want you to hold it between your knees. And to drink. Ta-da. Peru. This is Bill. He's been a waiter for three years since he left Penn State. He had to get work. He likes the town. He paints toy soldiers and he's getting Hey everyone, it's Matt Knudsen and welcome to the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. This is Grabbing Lunch episode 29. Two nine, my lunch with Doug Lussenhop, aka DJ Doug Pound, and Johnny Pemberton. Uh, I had a really great time hanging out with these guys here. Two of my favorite people working today. They're very unique and hilarious. And those are two of my favorite attributes to enjoy while seeing comedy. Uh, Doug Lussenhop, Johnny Pemberton. We will get to the episode sooner than later. Um, just quick plug, if you want to see what I'm getting into, you can go to mattknudsen.com, M-A-T-T-K-N-U-D-S-E-N. While you're there, you can follow me on Twitter, do the Facebook, uh, sign up for my mailing list. There's also a link to uh, my new album, American, which is on iTunes uh, and rooftopcomedy.com. It's all going down at mattknudsen.com, so give it a, a surf. Okay, my guests, uh, Doug Lessonhop, DJ Doug Pound. He is a writer, he is an actor, he is a director, he is an editor, he is a musician. There are abundant feathers in this gentleman's cap, and he's just hilarious and unique. If you don't know who he is already, do yourself a favor, find him online, check out some of his videos. Uh, I watch them all the time, and they are great. Uh, his website is Doug Pound. It is D-O-U-2-G's, D-O-U-G-G-P-O-U-N-D, DougPound.com, or you can follow him at Doug Pound on Twitter. He has... A couple of great web series out there right now. One is Pound House. It is on the Jash Network. That is the uh, the YouTube channel that has Tim and Eric, Sarah Silverman, Reggie Watts. That is Pound House. He also has a new uh, Story Pig web series that was done for MTV. Check it out, Story Pig. Or his phenomenal podcast as well, The Poundcast. All of that and more is at DougPound.com or at DougPound on Twitter. And as I do, just to make it easy to figure out who's who at the table, Doug Lessonhop sounds like this. I have indirect TV. <laughs> I go to like Best Buy and I catch a little something in my periphery here and there. That is just a sneak peek into a brilliant comedic mind. Doug Lessonhop. Okay. My other guest is Johnny Pemberton. I have had the pleasure of knowing Johnny for many years. And in addition to being hilarious, he's just a good guy, which is a which is a phenomenal combination in anyone, uh, Johnny Pemberton. You have seen him on 21 Jump Street. He's been on The Kroll Show on Comedy Central. Always sunny in Philadelphia. I could go on and on about this guy. Uh, also, don't forget to check out his podcast, Twisting the Wind, which is actually on Feral Audio, Twisting the Wind. And you can find out more about him on his website or find him at Twitter. It's all Johnny Pemberton, uh, J-O-H-N-N-Y-P-E-M-B-E-R-T. 
T-O-N, johnnypemberton.com or at Johnny Pemberton. And for the record, Johnny Pemberton sounds like this. Doug is always, Doug is always agreeing with me, but we always argue that we're agreeing. I wouldn't argue with that. It is the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. Guys, go to grabbinglunch.com where you can see pictures of my guests, link to conversation topics, uh, listen to previous episodes, or, God bless you, even make a donation to the show. And a portion of every donation made to the Grabbing Lunch Podcast goes to benefit the Los Angeles Food Bank here in L.A. Uh, you can also find the show on Twitter at Grabbing Lunch. We are on facebook.com slash Lunch. New episodes come out every Saturday, including this one you're about to listen to. This is My Lunch with Doug Lessonhop, a.k.a. DJ Doug Pound, and Johnny Pemberton at Palm's Tie in the heart of Hollywood. Let's eat. We are about two blocks away from the Museum of Death. I don't know if you... Got a chance to go in there yet? I've been by it. I've never. I think that's kind of a tourist trap. Oh, really? Not, not that it's bad. I think that that's why it's where it is. Right. Um, For all the death tourism. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> yeah, right off the 101. This is also right on the. This is the zone. We're in the zone. Boom. What's up, buddy? How are you, man? Hey, good to see you. Thanks for hanging out. Please, just say whatever you like. Cool. Yeah. Johnny was telling me this is your uh, fave hang. It's like the last time he was here, you guys. We have hung here, but this is not my favorite hang. I didn't say it was favorite hang. I didn't say, don't misquote me. The last time we were here was with Doug. Yeah. Favorite thing of all time was... And uh, the the Palm Stein. And we were here with Weidenfeld, and now... um, I was thinking about this in the car. This is where I learned about Longmont Potion Castle. It's pretty guys. I don't know what that oh is. What is it called? Longmont Potion Castle? Longmont Potion Castle. Yeah, they're from Denver. It's like the funniest stuff you've ever heard. Like, wow. They do prank calls, but it's so funny, man. We'll have to check that out. It is. The old, it's older. It's like before. It's pre-internet kind of thing. Pre-jerky boys? Well, it's probably the same time, but it's like not as obvious. It's more weird. Right. Super you know it's also weird. You know, like I got your your phone number off by one digit, Doug, and I sent a text. So like, hey, meet you at the restaurant, and the wrong number that I texted texted me back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but then you got it wrong again, though. You got it wrong twice in a row. Well, you sent me on Facebook three two two, and I thought it was like like a, a different so like a different number. regional. The, the prefix, the, it, and then Johnny was like, oh, it's 323, and I was like, okay. Because you know a lot of people move to L.A. and it's just like, I'm keeping my yeah, Nashville yeah. number, and you know, there's, with unlimited minutes and all that stuff, there's no reason not to. I hate when people do that. Yeah. yeah. Can you keep your number? 454 till I die. Do you still have your cell number? Nope, I changed it a while ago. But I kind of wish I didn't. Wow. Where was it from? Well, it was Minnesota. It was 612, but I kind of wish I kept it because I sort of like changed it on a whim one day. I got a new phone. All these people were trying to contact me for like months. Like, I had a friend call. No excuse, you go to Facebook and they see the post. This is pre Facebook, man. Pre Facebook. <laughs> you go to Friendster, wherever. Right. I've been hacked. That message you get from everyone. Anyway, it's over now. Right. I can do. 612, your number's been claimed by somebody else. Well, then my friend Patrick, you know, so I tried to call that number, and he said, some pushing, people can 
calling asking for Johnny, his number, and he says something like, well, some modeling thing. I'm not a model, obviously. Someone's asking for me. Oh, you're a model citizen. Does that count? Is that... Okay, let's call someone. Right. Take the game. <laughs> I should have thinking about it. I found out about it too late, guys. When in doubt, take the gig. There's some shots in my head, I can't think what it is. It's an appetizer. My wife has. Can you get appetizers or what? Well, give me, yeah, give it every, give it every one. Some woman calls our number because we took my wife's phone number, like a sort of landline, when we got when we moved in together, and she's been getting wrong number calls for from this this one particular woman for about 17 years, and she just calls and it's like kind of an elderly lady. She's like, Elaine, are you Elaine? But call me back, and then she just hangs up. She should just go with it and just develop a new friendship. Yeah. Take the gig. Kind of a Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. But we never have... Take the gig. There's no Elaine on the outgoing message. There's no... There's it doesn't nothing. matter. It doesn't matter. Once she knows, once she's learned it, that's it. That's it and that's all, baby. That's it and that's all. That's all in the morning. You're supposed to be up making breakfast for somebody or something. I should actually thumb through this. I, I, came, I came here once with work when we ordered from this place. Yeah. And this guy I worked with ordered uh, this spicy crab salad or something. And it was like these tiny little, like, you know, the like little small crabs? Yeah, like, yeah. Like the stone crabs? Like, no, just like little, like the kind you can get at a pet store. Oh, wow. Like fiddler crabs. They're like that size. Yeah. And they were like full whole crabs. And it was like shell on. Yeah. It's the most mysterious thing. <laughs> we couldn't believe it. Like, you didn't touch it. it you touch it? No, I mean, it didn't even look, I don't even know how you would eat it. It's like <laughs> shell on crabs, and yeah. they're not like soft shell crabs. They were soft shell? They were small. It feels like a lot of work for a little payoff, you know? Yeah. It's like chicken wings. Like by the time you get yeah. past the bones and all the sauce, you're like, uh, I'm I guess this stuff. is okay. You get an appetizer? Yeah, I'm gonna get some soup, man. You wanna split a soup? Mm-hmm. Split, split a soup, we got a each other? <laughs> I guess so. Oh, I guess you're right. The time, no, the classic, the Tom Kai, the one that has the, the coconut, coconut, spicy coconut. You know. Yeah. Spicy coconut. You get your own soups. I guess I'm thinking of own soup. You know, I got a small my own soup. I got a small my own soup. Yeah. That's how you should order it, too. Yeah, bowl. Get my small yeah, my bowl. That's it. Twenty. Swap them out for a new one. There you go. There you go. No, I usually always get like the pad thai chicken. It's so it's predictable. Classic. It's a classic. It's hard to mess up. I get up. the yellow curry and I alternate between chicken and tofu. I might go tofu today. I might go red go curry next Every once in a while I get birds a break. <laughs> You're kind of talking me into the crabs though. I just want to see what kind of phenomenon Let me see that if I can was. find it here. I mean, I'd probably just go down to the local pet store. Crab jams. Crab jabs. He's making jabs at crabs. <laughs> I remember, like in the south, they would always have. The, you guys ever been to a crawfish boil? Oh yes. Yeah, those are good times. That is my favorite food. It's up. That it's up my, there. That is my number one favorite food. Crawfish. 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 Oh, crawfish. Mm-hmm. When it's done right. That's not. Yes, it is, man. It is. <laughs> Here's why. It's my favorite food because it's like you only get to have it like. I don't once think you like it because it's like. I fucking love it. It tastes good. 
You like it because it's like no, indie. It's, no, I'm not. It's, like, it's not indie. It's just es- it's just like it's special. Have you ever had it? It's esoteric. You really have to think about it. Yeah. Here's, what, here's why I like it so much. It's the reason you're saying it's because you don't get to have it that much, so you can't get sick of it. It's like a thing where it's like a, you know I mean, it's like a rarity. Yeah. It's like a thing where. Oh, but if you're saying that there's crawfish broilers on every corner, it wouldn't be your favorite. Yeah, probably would not. It would immediately yes. go out. So yeah. we're both right. Yeah, you're both right. <laughs> I'm both right. I'm both right. Doug is always, Doug is always agreeing with me, but we always argue that we're agreeing. D- DBA. I'm definitely. Uh, DBA. Yes, I'm just a right. I'm definitely in the hole for my podcast. Uh, I listened to your podcast, uh, the Nick Rutherford episode. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was great. Also, like it, it still has those kind of like punctuations of like you know the sound effects and the you know kind of just punch up laughs within while it's happening. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh well, yeah, I mean it's done. It's done. I do. That's my thing. It's what you think. But fuck your ear holes. I think about that all the time, man. I forgot it. I thought I'd play with your, with your name. That was, you thought it was something good? Yeah. It's like, it wasn't Doug. It was like, I'm working on it. I had this crazy morning this morning. What do you mean? Because remember when I saw you last night here? None of those things I had in my pocket? Yeah. Didn't work out well. well. Oh, jeez. Don't get uh, my friend. I'll go unnamed. Too late. Uh, there's, so, there's not a lot of. There's plenty oh, no, of dumb he, he had some medicine he gave me. It was an edible medicine. Medicine for a nightmare. And it was about Love the size of a Tootsie Roll. Maybe even smaller. It tasted like a Tootsie Roll. Mm-hmm. And I had like half a bite. You had a half in front of me. No, I mean, I had a tiny little piece. This piece. I mean, it, like, I did it before once and it, it kind of just felt like a little smiley. It was very mild. So last night I, he had some and I was like, I'll take a little tiny bite. And then he's like, be careful. And I'm like, I'm fine. I did this before. Unbelievable. I got this. But then I had this long, maybe four-mile bike ride home. So when I got home, I was really exhausted. I just fell asleep. But I woke up at 6 in the morning. 6 in the morning. Which I usually get up around 8 or 9. But I was wide awake. My heart was racing. I thought I was in, like, space. I thought I was in, like, another dimension. It was crazy. That's tough, especially like if you like eat something like that. Like I don't. You do. can't control the level of what happens. No. So like I'm gonna no. back it off a little no. bit. It's inside you and it's yeah. up, up and away. Yeah, it had to be six hours after I. <laughs> you know, part of the reason why that happened is because you were biking. I think that's a thing. Baby. It's when nice. that juice it threw my yeah, force through my veins more. Because it juices up your metabolism, so I probably oh just God. like ate it all up. It was insane. It was like two hours of insanity. For around 8.30, I was like, I, I got up, I tried to do push-ups, I tried to... Did you call your mom? <laughs> I was going like, to call Duncan and chill him out. What the hell did you do to me? This is to everybody. You guys are Brendan. That's funny. I've done it to myself, but I'm... Oh, dude, I wrote, like, so many bits, though. Great. I sat in bed for, like, an hour okay. writing, writing notes for, like, my live show. Thank you. Thank you very much. And like they're probably funny when I was writing them in the, this morning, but I, I could read a few. Yeah, even if you one, get like ten, one out of ten, it's like yeah, I'd love to hear some. I think it coalesces. Usually that stuff does. I said I know how a dog who ate chocolate feels. The second was going through my mind. Yeah, I get that. And then I also said I know what it's like to be a girl Ooh. because like 
I walked past a mirror and like I couldn't I was like deciding on what shoes to wear for like 20 minutes <laughs> you know that's what I do normally I always pick just the one pair I, like that's the that's the easiest decision to make but the shoes uh, you got a Melvin Marcos size collection is that you got like 50 pairs you got to, like shoes. sift through Johnny has way more shoes I have a lot of shoes yeah. I like shoes too but yeah, I, if I bring in a new pair or two, a pair's got to go. Oh, so, man, yeah. I'm the worst. I'm, a, I'm like a real bitch. I'm like a real bitch. Oh, I also <laughs> had this vision of, uh, you know, Tinder, that dating app. Right. I've Tinder. heard of it, but I don't know the scoop. What is Basically, it like? it's just a hookup you just thing? see pictures and you say hot or not, yes or no. And it's if they say yes on yours, then you could like talk to each other. They are DTF. Uh, they, uh, you know, I don't know. Right. Some of them are, I guess. Right. But anyway, that sounds like it's breaking it down. I thought it would be good. cool to have. Oh, is this for everybody? Like, one day, if, if uh, Tinder was on right. IMAX. IMAX Tinder. IMAX okay. Tinder. That's the future. Yeah. Put on the glasses. You like, yeah. yeah. You 3D. You fly into your photo, yeah. and it, like the photo comes to life. Yeah, they're really not hot. Yeah. Yeah. 3D. That app is. It's like I don't use it because I am in a relationship. But right. From what I know of it. It's completely superficial, right? Well, I immediately deleted it. Oh, you did? Paranoia. Yeah. It must Holy be terrifying shit. to be... It's terrifying. Yeah, dude. I guess I'm lucky enough that I've been married for a long time, but I haven't tried to, like, get anyone to like me for years. <laughs> it sucks. It's, yeah. How long have you been married? Ten years. Yeah. So you're in the, you're in the club. I'm in the game, yeah. But no babies? My, no babies. Yeah, no babies. Not in the, not Are in the you cards. in the game for some? No. You don't have to be. No. Uh-uh. I know you don't have to be. I'm, I, oh, I'm inspired oh. by people that No, I wasn't accusing. I wasn't accusatory. Yeah, no, it's just the two of us and, uh, you know. Is that fine? Never, Is that your plan? It's totally fine. I always say if I was ever going to have kids at some point, I wouldn't start from scratch. My like, yeah, well, like starting like have a baby and start from zero. My idea would be to get two best friends at an orphanage who are like ten, oh, okay. and be like, "All right, buddies, here we go. You're coming home with Thank us." You. But starting from zero, I, I you know, so to have a baby you. and all that, all that stuff. It just it's never really bad. Yeah, you know, I got I got to be honest. Like seeing my sister with her kids and like watching that process. Yeah. Really made me think, like, man, I don't want to go through that. I mean, they're really young, and it's like a, it's a lot of work. It's like a lot of work. It's a lot of trouble. A friend of mine who has kids said, um, having children is giving the world another way to hurt you. And wow. I was like, wow, that's and he's got three kids. I like, that's pretty deep. A therapist who told me, you know, it's like, well, we all do our part, you know, like. Just because you don't have kids doesn't mean you're not like helping raise someone else. Absolutely, kids, maybe, you know. Absolutely. So, yeah. It takes a village. It sounds no, cheesy, but you know, yeah. you could be like a good influence in a kid's life. But when I was in high school, I taught swimming lessons like during the summers. That was like my gig. I probably taught hundreds of kids, and maybe one of them thinks of me like from 20 years ago. I'm like, ah, oh, was a good guy. He was a good. I don't need to necessarily be. I inspire kids every day. Absolutely. <laughs> Just with a smile. Hip hop lifestyle. Oh, and then this morning, okay, so finally I'm up for three hours right. walking around, just like weirding out, thinking of the, you know, the weirdest st- stoner oh, things that course. you just can't escape your mind, you know? Yeah. Kind of a hell, but I'm kind of like confronting it, like, okay, this is what I'm doing. After the fact, it was therapeutic. 
I kept thinking, I am so biological. <laughs> you know what I mean? My body just oh my felt God, so man. biological. <laughs> I was like, this whole this body is just pure flesh. It's gonna be a song. It's so weird. It's just, I wrote it down as that's gonna be a song. Yeah. Biological. Biological. Yeah, the last um, time I did something like that, I rode my bike down to uh, West Hollywood for the uh, Halloween. Oh, that crazy parade? Yeah, yeah. But I, I live in Santa Monica, and I just rode my bike to West Hollywood. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to drive. It's like 12 right. miles, 15 miles. You can't but drive anyway. It's too much traffic. Too much traffic. Not even worth it. But even then, I was feeling biological, you know. <laughs> totally. Yeah, so I, uh, I asked my friend if I could ride with him, but he had already left because he, he lives like a block from me. And I work with him. And I was thinking about calling a lift. Like, I couldn't drive. Yeah. No, it's the hardest. And you don't want to be a hero in that scenario. When I first got up, I was like, I'm going to walk to work. And it's like seven miles. Where do you work anyway? We didn't even figure I that just out. work at down the street. Down the, I, today's my second day. So. Congrats on the new job. edit jobs. And I have one where I'm editing a pilot. Oh, great. Not the, Congrats. I built swim ship. Ah. It's fine, you know? It's just a gig. What do you do? Podcaster? Act, yeah, I'm a professional podcaster. I make it all for oh, so you get to make a you get to be an actor for a living. Comedian. Yeah, actor, comedian, actor. writer, writer. Good shows, you know. I, I I say this all the time, I've been lucky enough to avoid real work for about eight years. Matt and I were both not in an Apple commercial together. That's right. That's right. Wait, you added you acted in it and then like you guys got cut? Yeah, they only uh, they only use about 30% of the ones they shoot. Yeah. Remember that campaign that um, John Hodgman and Justin Long? You know, I'm a Mac, Mac and I'm a, PC. I'm a Mac on a PC. We were, what was it? They did like You were the Mac PC guys? And then they were like, no. I don't, what was your spot? I don't even I don't know. know. I was like, I don't even remember, man. I yeah. really don't. Uh, mine was I don't think John, you can talk about that. Is that also? I think it's, yeah. It's is, there, is there really like a non-disclosure? Well, it was just like four years ago. So we it's, signed it, it's a wrap. We signed three copies of an NDA. They have a guy who looks like a fucking linebacker walking around, making sure your phone's taped over. They like they take you in a room by yourself and say very nicely before you sternly they say like, "Guys, you got a piece of lemongrass there." I did. Um, Didn't realize you're not supposed to eat the lemongrass. Yeah. They were like, uh, they sit you down, look in your eye, and they're like, "So you signed this NDA? You know what this means, right? You can't talk about this." talk about it once is after after it's out but you can't talk about it until then so can we talk about it now since the campaign's over I mean, already it's done I think we can I think we're safe basically my thing was um, that John Hodgman was the PC guy and he was being like operating slowly so he was like Err. so they had some guys that were like pit crew and they came in and we were wearing like these coveralls and we came in behind him and I had tools and it was like giving him a, a tune-up as if he was a stock car. And uh, yeah, and so that was it. But the way that they shot those is they just had three cameras, like one holding a two-shot master and then a single single. And then they just, they banged through like 50 or 60 scripts over the course of like three days. Yeah. And that was a Paramount. And uh, yeah, I was, I was happy for the job. But it was one of those ones where I went and read for it once, and then like five weeks later, they didn't put me like on a like on a bail or on hold for anything. But they called me like, "You booked Apple." And I was like, "What are you What are you talking about?" I didn't even remember going in for it or anything like that. But 
Yeah. Did you ever do that thing with Clay Weiner? Oh, we've been trying to do it. We just haven't had time. We're gonna do it in the next couple weeks here, though. Yeah, I love that guy. Do you know Clay Weiner? He's a director, writer. Cool guy. Really cool guy. Thank you very much. Man about town. Could I get a, a refill on the Coke, please? Thanks. Do you ever? Um, do you ever? Uh, all the time. I do that literally. Green tea? Thank you. It shows you my state of mind right now. What do you mean? I think I'm like half-baked still. You're T-balls? You're T-balls, aren't you? I was T-balls when I woke up. This is the what best I was going to ask was, like, have you ever done your podcast at, like, a real crunchy restaurant? Like, uh, like what's, so. what's crunchy kind of food? What's the loudest yeah. food? What's the loudest food out there? Maybe, like, a Brazilian Just a, a hard shell taco place. Yeah, it's really... I'm trying to think. I, there's... You know what? I'm gonna, the one that I'm comes to mind... Uh, I did one with Henry Phillips and Patrick Keane. At Crunch Factor? At the Crunch Factor, yeah. Yeah, that was just noisy shit. Is it a Crunch Factor? No. Is that a real place? Yeah, Crunch Factor. It's on uh, Melrose. Oh, wow. What is it? It's Melrose and Beverly. It's, uh, well, I'm just making it up. Oh, great. Okay, good. Because if Crunch Factor was... Great nuts, okay. Yeah. Great nuts. Apples, carrots, celery, classic. <laughs> Corn nuts. Oh, yes, that's me. Thank you. Rice Krispies. Oh, corn nuts, man. Those Let are, me just say, I mean, basically, a... these are snack foods, but I'm just, you know, okay. sizzling fajitas. Oh, yeah. Like, you do the yeah. chilies, and then there's, like, two minutes of just white noise. There's a movie, so uh, <laughs> There's a movie from years ago with Mitch Hedberg in it, and also with David Tell in it, made in Minnesota, called Los Enchiladas. Wait, what's, like, uh, what's his name, man? A bunch of people learn it. I can't remember his name. I don't know. But he's a great a, deadpan comedian from New York. Todd uh, Barry. Todd Barry's also he's in Todd Barry. Yeah, okay, I feel like I've heard of this. I saw this movie in yeah, the theater. Can you watch Todd it? Barry. I saw it in the theater when it first came out <laughs> at Minnesota at the Rochester International Film Festival. I saw it twice. I remember thinking this is one part. They all work in a Mexican restaurant together. It's called Los Enchiladas. And this guy on stage playing guitar. And someone orders fajitas and they walk right in front of the guitarist. And David tells like, or maybe it's Mitch Hebert, maybe one of those guys, like, man, I feel bad for Troy. You just can't compete with fajitas. The noise, the sound, the smell. Just like this joke where it's like such an old cheesy joke, but I still think about it today. Like, every you hear the word fajitas. Yeah. I always think about the waiter who has to carry it out, like, as he's taking the order, like, yeah, I'll have that be the fajitas. They're probably like, oh, fuck. Damn it. Damn it. Yeah. I did a show last night. It was like with uh, Chris Fairbanks and a couple other people. And I took a show, a picture, because at some point in the middle of the show it was some guy's birthday. And so they brought this out and what put the fuck it up. Is that? A sparkler? <laughs> it's like some giant sparkler. Where was this? Some Mediterranean hookah bar. Where are you playing at? This was at a place called like Bibelos, Bibelos in Westwood. Mini books? Yeah, but it was just so funny. Who books that? Who, who books that uh, that sparkler show? Who books that sparkler show? It's this giant firing thing that just came out of the. <laughs> I do have to say one thing real quick. This uh, this is the best of this soup I've had in years because a lot of places don't use these mushrooms. These are wood straw mushrooms. A lot of people use the button mushrooms, which are not nearly as good. Wood straw, huh? Wood straw. These are like the best mushrooms. They're so good. I just had my I'm first wood bamboo shoot that I've ever eaten. Just right now? Yeah. I realized there were a lot of things in here that probably weren't edible that I tried to yeah. put down. Yeah, like the, the, the lemongrass. 
the ginger pieces. And then there's some kind of stalks. That's what I'm grasping. Yeah. Well, that should be edible, right? Well, it's not pleasant. It's too fibrous. As long as you don't need to enjoy it. Yeah, you can eat it. Yeah, well, the bamboo shoot was weird. That doesn't seem like something you should eat. I don't think it was Agreed. bamboo shoot, though. Like it's a panda. That's bamboo. That's, that's not lemongrass, man. It's lemongrass. I thought I ate bamboo shoot. You did? There's no, there's no bamboo oh. shoots in here. Bamboo shoots are really good and soft. They're not like... Okay. That's lemongrass. Right, well, lemongrass is no good. Yeah. Okay. Lemongrass must be related to the bamboo family. Probably. <laughs> so maybe we're both right again, Jack. God damn it. Damn it. So you still are waiting your first bamboo eating experience. I'm still awake. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. We've had bamboo shoes before, I bet. They could have got slipped in here and there, you know. Mm-hmm. Somebody got stuck in there. Just as a gag. Someone shot him in. Right. Yellow curry. Yellow curry. Red curry, please. That looks good. Good call, Doug. What about Johnny? No, no, I mean, look at this. I mean, I guess I meant that as a good call, Doug, as far as where to go to eat. I'm a big oh, Thai fan. I nailed it, guys. You nailed it. That's a flavor that's like, there's only one flavor that's that, and that's that. The lemon I mean? thing? That, that soup is yeah, like, I agree. it's unique in the world, I feel like. It's true. Every time my roommate's girlfriend got some, some heat. What do you want? Which one do you want? You know, I want the paste of the dry. I don't know, probably the paste. This is the paste I think, right? There's four jars on the table that you can try too. It's also a little green chili. Green chilies? This is the one I want. Yeah. Look at that garlic. It's peppers and garlics. What'd you get, Matt? I got the uh, pad thai. All right, yeah. Don't worry, I'm not taking a bite. I'm spicing my my meal. Spicing his meal. That's all right. That food is not here. Spice up your life. No, no, eat. Don't wait for me. Those listening. Yeah. I don't know oh, what show man. you're working on. It was, uh, is it the Bedtime Stories show? No. Um, oh, hey, thank you very much. I don't know if I signed some papers yesterday. I might not have oh, no, no, be able to, okay. but, 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 you know, it's a pilot, so. Who knows? No one's heard of it. Gotcha. Maybe it's in the trades. I don't know. Yeah. No, I was doing a, a show with Howard Kramer and Paul oh. Danke. What's How, that? Howard Kramer and Paul Danke did one of these watches. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, one of these podcasts. Yeah. And what they said, which I thought was very astute observation, was like the editing style that you have is so responsible for so much of the comedy and like the Tim and Eric and oh, they talk Eric about Andre me? stuff. Specifically about you. Oh, cool. Yeah, they meant that with the highest praise. That just the extra beats and seconds and cutaways, and it was, it's true. And it was, I thought it was very astute. I talk about Doug so much that I stopped talking yeah. about him. Let's, 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 let's Don't talk about him. Yeah. That's a bamboo shoot, my friend. All right, lay it down. There you go. You can't get your head too big. You gotta get it into the bike helmet. For the I'm the original Doug fanboy. Mm-hmm. So here goes my first bamboo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bamboo. That's not. It's good, huh? Ah, flavor's not great. Texture's good though. That's the, the curry you're tasting. Wow. I think there's not a lot of flavor. Kind of like um, cardboard or something. I love it, man. God, you can't grant anything. Hey, look, I'm, in, I'm open, my, my tongue is open to it, okay? Yeah. I'm ready to try new flavors. That's my thing now. I love new flavors. You do? Is this a new awakening? I had like a Before vegan, you're close I had off a new vegan awakening this morning, too. That was a thought that went Ooh. through my head. 
dude, it got deep, dude. I was like thinking the deepest thoughts I've ever thought. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any thoughts. I pretty much just serve as. They're all very Seriously, base. Yeah, you never had thoughts like this before. It's like you and you and that. No, I'm like a crab, like a soft shell crab. It's basically like my. <laughs> I've never been inside your head, but I can guarantee you've never had thoughts like this before. No, I do not. I do not go deep. Yeah, I went in for their uh, the Tim and Eric bedtime stories thing, and it was some I won't say too much. Yeah, yeah, I read for. I don't know if you see any of the scripts, but it was basically it was like an agent who was representing somebody. Okay. And, uh, well, I, I don't want to give away too much, but uh, an endorsement deal that went awry. So he was this guy who's trying to talk him into this. Hey, it's, this is great, huh? So. Man alive. Man alive. Is that an expression? That is, right? Guess it what? Is. I know what that one is. I'm not involved at all in bedtime stories, but they did email me and ask me to try to write a few jokes for the ending of that. Uh-huh. Are you going to boycott? It was really funny. I sent him in. Yeah, like, I, I don't really have anything to do with bedtime stories, so not editing, nothing. So we'll see how, how it turns out. So good luck with all that. But we'll see how the editing, you know, maybe it's not really, it doesn't need really my style of editing. Alright. Sure, it's just funny on its own. It doesn't need like, like the edited buttons. That's where I come in. Are always when uh, the script that they write fails, call me in. Right, Johnny? Okay. Yeah. Brought it back to me. Brought it back to me. Why shouldn't you? <laughs> Why shouldn't you? I agree. I don't know. This curry's good. Everything here is pretty good. This is good. It's a good level of spice. It's going to provide a lot of energy for the day. <laughs> Much needed for my 8 p.m. show tonight. I'm actually. Where's your show at? Uh, Westside Comedy Theater. I've been there. Yeah, I like that place. It's good. I've been there. What's the show? It's called Glory Hole. Oh. With, uh, Kirk, Kirk Zipfeld. Great name. Yeah, Glory Hole. I did a show there when it first opened. First comedy show I ever did. It's called Speedballing Doe Estrus. It's a new gun. What? Speedballing Doe Estrus. I like that. That was the name of the show. I think I remember that. Remember Speedballing Doe Estrus? It was the best name comedy show of all time. Best flyer, too. It's got to be up there. Had a deer with like a electric urine spraying into a Viking's helmet. <laughs> yeah, that kind of Some sounds nice familiar. Subtle, huh? It's trying a little too hard. Trying too hard? What are we talking about? There's a show next week I'm doing called The Bullshit of Life. I think that's a good name. Uh -huh. what? The Bullshit of Life. For what? We're at the Satellite. Oh. It's just a show. That's the oh. name of the show. Okay. Oh, the Satellite Lounge? Yeah. The Spaceland it used to be. How do you like live? Where do you live? Santa Monica? <laughs> How long have you been there? West Side Teal Guide? Ten years. Yeah. Well, I've always lived on that side of town. Even when I first moved to L.A., my brother and I shared an apartment. And, um, I never lived over there, but I like it over there. I do, too. I mean, I'm kind of, you know, I'm a beach guy because I like surf and I like the ocean. So if I lived too far away from it, I wouldn't go to it nearly as much as I do now. So I've always I'm a beach guy, too. It's like my favorite thing to do. Me, too. Swimming in the ocean. I, I don't go like yeah. as much at all. It's it just like a general outdoor so guy. Fun. But I especially love the ocean. Yeah. There's something, and not to be too flaky, but like 
powerful about getting into nature. Yeah, oh, yeah, and also too, if I'm ever in an environment that I know has been the same for thousands of years, like you go on a hike or go on some like trail or something, it's just like generations ago, this looked exactly the same. So people who lived, you know, in the 1800s, 1700s, this is how it looked for them. So I don't know. I guess I kind of like that stuff. That and taking pictures of the Hollywood sign. I mean, those are a couple of my favorite. I can't take a bad picture of it. No, there's no. Okay. <laughs> People have tried. <laughs> yeah. There's an old saying, clothes make the man. Naked people have little or no effect on society. Mm -hmm. Sure. By Mark Twain. I like a UC Davis student or UC Berkeley, the guy who's like a nude man who's just like, I'm not going to wear any clothes at all. Like, this is my religious right to go to class naked and stuff. How did that work out? Well, I mean, we were talking about him, so. Like, as far as being a legitimate citizen, probably not very well. You see that um, video that came out yesterday? It was. Uh, Naked guy in the PCH. What? You know, in his. The best part is he. He was hanging out of his. Uh, Tesla. Oh. It was like really expensive electric cars. He was driving. I heard about that. He was naked in his Tesla. Yeah. I ostensibly it was his. I mean, there was no one else in there. It was him out of his sunroof, naked, like crazed out of his mind. Yeah. That's 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 one level higher than I was. He had a full chiba chew. Yeah, that's hilarious. You know what? I I did not see the video, and I did not hear about it like like this. It's because one of my friends. I think he put it on Facebook. He's like, so I was driving on PCH today. Saw a guy naked through popping through a sunroof with a six pack and brandishing it at the police. That's what I saw. Is that oh, cool. where is that where you saw? Oh, I saw it on Facebook. Wait, so your friend shot the finish? I got it. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Crazy guy. Crazy guys are cold. They're out there. They're keeping the lid on it. It's really Mel Gibson. Oh. Isn't it yeah. weird seeing like a really crazy person on the street? It's like you don't really talk about it. You just ignore them. But I see so many of them. All the time. Where do they go? <laughs> Overpasses. You just sleep in an overpass and wake up and walk around. And... I, How do I know enough to like, you know, eat and stuff? Maybe it's different, different. It takes all time to dispose, you know? Okay. Sort of like how much shibuchi you eat, there's sliding scales. <laughs> you can't eat those shoes anymore. It's like... I do think about, like, how bored you would be if you didn't have a place, didn't really have a job or anything to to do during the day. You're just kind of hanging out with your own thoughts. Maybe if you're nuts, it's like the opposite. Right. Who knows? There's a lot of different things. Have you ever done comedy that high before? Oh my god, doing... No. I did it one time. Doing... That is a weird place for me, whether I'm on whether I ate or smoked anything or not. What do you mean? Just being at home with your own thoughts and bored. It's like the worst state. <coughs> it's up there. Especially when anxiety those starts to kick in. Yeah, those, oh, man. Yeah, those yeah. moments don't last for me too much anymore. I kind of like learned how to like control it or do something else. What's the secret? 
just get active in something else? I just say to myself, like, let's just do something, pick something, make a decision. Let's just see what it's about. It's like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Stuff that's, that I could do. And I just, <laughs> usually so many things to do. You ever have so many things to do that you just don't do anything? Every day. Yeah, I do. And then you revert back to the things that you do know how to do. It's like, oh, I have so much to do. I better check my email. You know. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. You're frozen. Prisoners. Yeah. Or you, and you you have stuff to do, but you find yourself like down the wormhole of watching YouTube videos, or, or you that, see somebody's thing and you check it out. Called, uh, procrastination. I believe, that's <laughs> yeah. I believe we've had a word for it for generations. Yeah. Resistance. 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 Lots of resistance out there. Well, I think you guys both get a lot of stuff done, even if you feel like you got downtime and all that. I get. I don't know. I don't know. Getting done. Something. Getting something done. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. How about the? Uh, who are we? Where I think. Are we? I think you have a lot more free time than I do. I do. Yeah. What do you mean? I'm not. You know, shots fired or anything. I just think. Well, if you think it's shots fired, it's probably shots fired. <laughs> Let me be the judge no, of this. No, but the way you were like, what do you mean? And what did I mean? Is exactly what I said. I think you have more free time than I do. I guess because I don't have a, like a regular job. Right. That's like yeah, a, that's all. Just yeah. because you're an actor, not that you don't work. It's right. probably a bitch to like go on auditions yeah. and stuff. Right? It's terrible. I have one today. That sounds, that sounds awful. Right. Having to do that. Especially west of the 405. <clears throat> There's that. And I'm going to go and go ahead and say no shots fired. I was here for the whole thing. There, there was a no shots fired. It's, con it's constant shots fired. I'm just so used to it, I don't even know. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm like a... Well, he needs like to learn sometimes. I'm like a dark <laughs> elder. Do you guys, do you own a gun? No. no, no, no. You no. to think about it though, right? Well, I was thinking about it because my grandfather gave my, he, you know, they're like Nebraska people. Right. So he had shotguns for hunting and stuff. And he gave them to my dad and my dad has them like in his shed or something in the backyard. I don't have a gun in my house. I mean, maybe there's a gun that I own that was given to me by my grandfather. Right. It's like a 12-gauge shotgun kind of a thing. But I don't have like it in the, in the case under my pillow ready to, you know. Yeah, I've thought about that. That's one of the thoughts that went through my mind this morning during my <laughs> Should you get a quest. Should you get a gun? Well, because I'm laying in bed. I'm laying in bed. I'm like, well, there's my window right there. Right. I start to think of the worst possible scenario. Like, this is a dangerous place. It's not at all. But then I'm like, what if the shit hits the fan? Do I want a gun? Yeah. I decided no. No gun, no knife. I Not even a knife. Yeah. A, a Maybe friend a baseball bat. Yeah. I have a baseball bat. I have a Louisville Slugger right by my bed. I have a quote, and I unquote, keep it there. tire knocker. You know what those are? Uh, was it the tire jack? I saw them at truck stops. They're, supposed to, they're called tire knockers. They're supposed to be what you use to knock stuff off your tires if you're a trucker. But they're really just yeah. they're fucking beat sticks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a, I could use like stick. a smaller one. It's a Louisville. My room's kind of small. I don't know if I can get that wind up. You need, you, know? <laughs> you need the souvenir bat. Yeah. They give away it like that day. I need a sawed off Louisville slugger. <laughs> I need. Yeah, I. Uh, the spray, it sprays wider. 
small handles. And I just inhaled that food. I was so hungry. Yeah. It looked good. I got so many bamboo shoots left though. I would love some fried bananas, Jenny. Can you go get some? No. Doug made me fried plantains the other day. They're really good. Fry them in bacon fat. Yeah. That was a, one of the best I think fries. I'm going to lay off the bacon for a while, too. Bring it on. Yeah, I've just been eating it for breakfast a lot. But, because um, I kind of followed the paleo diet a little bit, this meal was not very it's not easy to do. That paleo diet's tough. Yeah, if you're, you're pretty committed, good, huh? it's I've heard, I've heard I've seen tougher ones. You know what I mean? There's there's the Perincone diet. But what I do like about it, I don't want to go in the toilet humor, but like the toilet <laughs> sessions are nicer. You know no shots I mean? fired. Right. No shots fired. Well, exactly. the perfect shot fired. Just one good yeah. shot. Yeah. The right amount of shots. Perfect torpedoes fired. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. And I do like that about it. I don't know where I was going with this story. You know that's what Tom Petty, that Tom Petty album, Damn the Torpedoes, is about? No. He hates going to the bathroom. That's what reference to how he hates going to I had no idea. Yeah. Damn the torpedoes. Wow. Boy, that guy's got some uh, real serious problems there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to name my album. He's probably just... I saw a documentary about him. There's like what? a documentary out there. It's like maybe like a four-part series. It's like a long, extended documentary, you know? Yeah. It's great, man. He's amazing. He's so prolific. He, he is amazing. You, you would not believe how many, like, songs. songs. Oh yeah. He's a big fan of the birds. And he like when he like you know that thing that happens sometimes with people where you grow up idolizing someone, next thing you know that person you idolize is a fan of yours, how it's like what the heck? Oh so Tom Petty idolized the birds? Yeah. yeah. yeah well they both used the twelve string Rickenbackers. Right. What's they had a similar sound going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know the name of the main guy from the birds, but it's Roger or something with him. Um Roger Bird? But even those guys who were such a big influence on him, they kind of do like two albums and then they're like, good night everyone. No, Wait, so what happened? The, bird, the birds became a fan of Petty? Yeah. I think, well, that's not a big deal. Because, you know, if you think about it, Tom Petty started like, what, in the late 70s? And the birds were going in the late 60s? Mm-hmm. So imagine a band, this is ridiculous about how old we are. <laughs> he said but like, imagine deal, like the difference between 1970 and 1980. But imagine the difference between 2013, 14, 2004. It's not really a lot of difference in my mind, right? No. I think more of an explosion of like a web presence, but yeah. I suppose it's just different in a different way, though. You know. It, when I think it's, about, it's in a different way that we won't know until yeah. the next decade, I guess. Hindsight is twenty forty. Yeah, when we find out some of the other things that we've been doing are terrible for us. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think's got the sickest life right now? What do you mean? Sickest as in good, like as in like yeah. Oh, always Rihanna. That'd be up there. I'm gonna say it's Michael Stipe. He's up there. I have a theory that he is just like. What do you mean? Just enjoying life really good. Doesn't he? Isn't he sick? No. No, I think that was Peter Buck. I think Peter, Peter Buck, Buck had right. uh, yeah. prostate cancer. He's a drummer. Or so a, he has or a, a head tumor life. or something, right? Oh, really? 
But he, he was, did. He had an aneurysm. But he's, did he die? No. I saw him when they were on tour. They had Peter Buck's aneurysm displayed behind them on a projector. Wow. An X-ray of it. Wow. Yeah, he almost died. Well, he, okay. Well, maybe Michael Sipes thinking about that tragedy and he's takes him down a notch. I'm just thinking like who's got the most like. Relax. About like whatever they want to do, and you know. Probably, yeah. He can probably just do whatever he wants. That's Absolutely. the last person I'd expect you to say. It really is. Not that it's a wrong. Not that it's shots fired or a wrong choice. I would never expect you to say my. Well, start. it's kind of a humorous choice, you know. That's what I was going for a little bit there. Right. I do have to. And say. that's why I said it because you're not gonna, you know. Of course, I'm gonna think Justin Bieber. So. But actually, he's probably living a hell of a life. He's got the worst, man. That's I the worst. bad life. You don't want that life. No way. Especially, too, when you're like... Guinea, though. <laughs> <laughs> when you're trying to figure out who you are and you don't know your personality, right. and it's being shown in like this giant spotlight, you're like, hey, I'm 19 and I'm making some shitty choices. Look, everyone. The people shone a light on me when I was 19. I don't know. I'm glad. Yeah, but what if you, also, what if you were just like rich as your imagination can... Right. That's the worst thing ever. So there's like kind of no consequences. That's true. Well, they're trying to deport him, aren't they? For what? Really? Was yeah. Canadian, and they like he's committing these crimes and stuff oh, right. in America. So they're like they put together a petition, and then the White House had to. The White House. They had to address it because if they get enough petitions yeah, about to. something, then they have to like bring it up in a. It's all that I don't know about that. I know, and I'm so sad that I do. That's. I think if you have enough money to do whatever you want, people say like money can't buy happiness, but if you're like, hey, I'm 46 and I'm going to so long forever, yeah. you know, that to me feels like the sickest life. I don't know if that's really, I, I guess I disagree. I feel like there's, there's no amount of money that, if money bought freedom. Actually, money bought, well, if you have enough money, it buys sadness. It does. Because you need some kind of like struggle or something. Right. That's what makes you happy is like, Winning, doing stuff. Interesting. I think doing stuff. Being like in the moment. Accomplishing things. Being in the moment. Well put. Being in the moment is good. You can have everything. Then uh... that's what I realized. I like I skateboard. I'm not as much as I used to, but like I realized why I like it. It's because like when you're doing a trick, it's like you can't think of anything else. So you have to. It only makes you think about the trick. Your trick. And if you find stuff like that, you can do. There's a lot of activities like that. You just comedy clears your mind when you can't. Yeah, when you're doing comedy, you're yeah. like, you can't. And that fucking zone. You're thinking about other stuff. Like, That's great. Right. But when you do, you suck. <laughs> True. Does it happen to me before totally? What? Not thinking about what you're, you're saying doing. a joke, but then you're half thinking of something else. So you're starting. You're thinking about skateboarding. And you're thinking about skateboarding or... Yeah, I always think about that I have pee in my pants. You ever do that? You're on stage, you think like, yeah. do I have a pee spot in my pants? From the dribble from pee? Yeah. yeah. You, talk, you touch your penis the whole time. Yeah, I do. And my penis jokes. <laughs> I think about my pee spot. Like, well, sometimes I think, I don't always think about it. When it's a bad show, when it's like things aren't going well, I'm just not, don't want to be there. Yeah. That's when I start thinking about the pee spot. And the pee spot only makes it worse. Mm -hmm. Think about the pee spot. <clears throat> Do you ever find this for a spot? Do you know how to find it? <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's a myth. Yeah, there's no T-spot. <laughs> I did a show actually high on MDMA once, not that long ago. MDMA? Yeah. What is that? That sounds like a federal credit Oh, that's like ecstasy. Molly. Molly. Oh, gotcha. For some reason, I thought DMT. I took a small amount of it to try it out. And? And I got 
very high and ended up doing a show at the West Side Theater. Mm. And I was like, I didn't tell anyone. I told Jake Weissman afterwards. He's like, I feel comfortable from fighting in him. But I was like, it was really weird, man. <laughs> it was a weird situation. Yeah. It was kind of fun in a way. It was fun. I went to the show on Friday just to watch. Wow, the you are a saint. <laughs> wow. Yeah, right. So you're welcome. Uh huh. I'll wait Where for was the it? applause to die down. Well, my friend was going, and I thought I would check it out. It's like the whole kind of seat just that people smoke tons of pot. Keep really high. Smoking show. And then they also there was another show where like people. Do anything except their own stand up. Mm. So it's like. Oh, was that uh, Ryan Singer's Underbelly or Underbelly? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. So, I've like, there's that. these two different shows that are like challenge shows. Yeah. Comedy challenges almost. When I did that show, I brought my piano and played I Dream a Dream from Les Miserables. Well, you can't. You can't do anything. <laughs> I was like, well, it wasn't funny. Is that you brought a full piano? Yeah, I have like a rolling keyboard and I just like played and sang. I was like, oh, there you go. Well, the conceit is you have to do someone else's jokes or you have to do anything. It just says anything but your stand-up. Anything, anything but comedy. Or, you know. I, I, looked at the, I looked at the fine print. Oh, I see. anything but your stand-up. Or anything but stand-up comedy. That's yeah. what it said. Because I was wondering like if I was going to do it, maybe I could do someone else's stand-up. You can do mine. Yeah. If you want to. There is that show. Uh, Stick or treat, where people yeah, do other no people's. Gosh. People dress as other comedians and perform their their acts. Really? Oh, I can't yeah. think of something I'd like to do less. Yeah. I would like to watch that. Yeah, it's only if it's like local people, not like you know Rodney Dangerfield or something. Right. Uh-huh. But like kind of like more local, small. It really is people. a send up of like people did other people. Like you could go and do Johnny. You could go do Doug. But then they also, there was the people who did, like, you know. Right. Seinfeld. Uh, somebody did, like, a Norm MacDonald, you know, that kind right. of thing. Where are we? That's so weird. I don't know what to do. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, I almost saw Norm MacDonald. Uh, something came up, and I was going to go. He was in Irvine last weekend. Right. And he's one of those guys I would, uh, you know, I would drive and go, like, see. I've never him. seen him do stand-up live. I opened for him. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Wow, where was that? How did that happen? Improv. Uh, it was good. This is when he was getting his new album together. It was so funny. Did you see the new hour? No, I saw it. I saw it before it was finished. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I think I, I, I put it out on Twitter. I watched it and then like just tweeted out the link. I was just like, this is great. Please watch this. It's good. Yeah. Can you watch that on Netflix or something? I don't think it was on Netflix. It was some like... You know, Maybe through you, the web. Or you buy it for five bucks or something. Maybe. Maybe it's on Daily Motion. Yeah. Could be. Is it on Lively? <laughs> Live it's probably on Lively. That would be a great place to do a stand up album, Lively. Yeah, with that Lively watermark on it the whole time. <laughs> yeah, like three watermarks on there. Mm. I'm trying to remember the name of the dating website. What is it? Flickr or it's tambourine. Vimeo? No, no, no. The, the dating thing, hot or not hot. Tinder. Tinder. Oh, yeah. That's, I'm releasing my next stand-up special on Tinder. <laughs> In IMAX. IMAX Tinder. Uh, that would be cool. Or just do it on um, Instagram. Because you can do videos on Instagram. It's true. 15 yeah, seconds each, at a time. Each joke is 15 seconds. Someone's got to do that. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Mandy did like a mixtape. He just put an album out that was like 10 minute spots at different shows. Thought that was interesting. 
sense though, because that way you don't have to do <laughs> you just record an album uh, piecemeal instead of having to yeah. that thing where like here we go, here it is. Here it is. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, I did my album uh, in December at the Improv, and it was a one-hour, just like a show. Back two shows back to back. Just the one. one. It's actually coming out Tuesday, nice. so I'm excited about that. But um, <laughs> there's a lot of pressure. You How know? can we? Where can we pick up your album? Huh? Well, I'm so glad you asked. It's my website. And it's, it's rooftops. Rooftop.com. Rooftop.com. Yeah. Um, but there was that because I. Play, play the piano, and I like had a band, like a, a drummer, stand-up bassist, and a saxophone player. So as people were being seated in the uh, showroom, I was already on stage playing as they sat down. That's cool. And so I could stand up and say, hey, thanks everyone, thanks for coming. And uh, Paul Danke hosted, and then Zach Sherwin did a music spot, and Henry Phillips did a music spot. So I introduced Paul, and then kind of disappeared for half an hour, and then came back. And when I left the stage, I was like, oh, I'm not going to get it tonight. There's, there's something in the room. You know, you like that temperature, like you yeah, didn't feel not, people, just off. people weren't with me. And I really wanted it to be the album, but if it wasn't, it would just be a show. Yeah. But by the time I came back, like a half an hour later, it was just like... It was good? It was good. Oh, yeah, was they warmed good. up the room. I was very, very grateful. And also, too, they were doing like comedy but it was music and so there was a, another layer to it and so I think sometimes if it's the same if, you know eight guys in a row doing just the kind of talking thing yeah you know, so. I guess sometimes I hate it yeah yeah I like comedy but I like I think we're all set yeah but sometimes I like not comedy you know yeah. the DJ set with oh, the, yeah. Know, comedy is the worst thing. Sometimes comedy is the worst thing. Here's another 30-some white guy coming out. I don't know. It's like, I want to kill myself in front of people. Right. Thank you very much. Everything was great. You know, like, you know how you, some people watch people bomb and they're like, that was I don't like to watch people bomb. No, it's not the worst. It makes me feel very uncomfortable. Like physically painful. You know, in your chest. It's like something. It's like, hey, how are you guys doing tonight? Yeah. Good. Who's huh? drinking? Hey, who's drinking? You guys feel good? Okay. What about me? Um, I look like this. So that's uh, that's that's one thing. That's one thing. Not great with the ladies. Let's see what else. Well, don't forget. Um, yeah. Um, I guess uh, my parents. My dad was a horse because my hair goes like this and. There's nothing I can do about it. Women hate women hate that. Uh, also, pretty ugly. I wish I was gay. I'm sorry, sorry guys. Sorry guys, I'm not gay. But yeah, if I was, I would love to be because then maybe I can finally get a blowjob. Yeah. Because <laughs> my wife won't blow my dick. You, I say, you, well, I don't have a wife, so there's that. Um, I'm broke, guys. I do not have a penny to my name. Anytime someone has that as like the conceit of their comedy, it just makes me feel bad for them. Just like you're 36, so you should have scraped to get a couple bucks. Yeah, come on, come on, save up a little bit. <laughs> so opportunity is out there. It's, it's out there. Things aren't perfect, you know, but you can you can scrape together. Also. Yeah, for a guy with a good work ethic, you can do anything you want. Yeah, there are definitely those. That's a funny joke that they make on it. Sure. And they could be broke, broke all day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Broke yeah. back mountain. So I'm, uh, I'm broke, guys. Not my bank account. My spirit. My, my spirit is broke. Uh, I'm broken. I'm broken. I'm a broken man. Yeah, let's write a set right now. My spirit. My spirit is broke. <laughs> my, my, my money is full. My 
bank is stacked. I'm trying to build a I actually don't have a bank. I have one of those, like, uh, treasures, like a treasure trove. Yeah. You know, a like chest the, of the, the balloons. The room that's just filled with coins. Oh, yeah, Uncle Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, but that goes back way back to the to the ancient things, to the ancients. Actually, it goes back even first, and when dragons have treasure. I wonder if there's any like mega. I wonder if there's any like mega billionaires that have a room like that in their house. Just like a jewel, like gold and gold yeah. coins and jewel room. It's just they just go around. They just go down there and play in it like it's like one of those ball boxes. There's some semi truth to that. Warren Buffett dives into the yeah. You know those like balls. It's like the balls at Chuck E. Cheese. There's a bunch of Hindu shrines in India that have uh, gold vaults that are probably look like that. And this is... This is uh, Didn't they find a huge treasure trove of that kind of shit under some temple like a few years ago? Maybe in India. Yeah, that's probably what it was. It made the news. Google it, listeners. <laughs> Google that shit. Oh, bing it. Actually, bing it, guys. You Google it, listeners. Yeah. You bing or you Google? Which one is this? Google. Uh, does anyone uh, bing? Um, I have yeah, when I using my Xbox. <laughs> Xbox, Bing, Shaolin temples. You know, Bing is cheesy, but they sh- there should be some other kind of search engines. I think they just got whatever there's got one early, and they well, there's just one choice of something. I mean, it's always bad. Yeah, they it works, but Bing works. Bing is not. Bing you should just want to use something else just to like just say screw you, Google, once in a while. I uh, I went on to Bing. Well, I have Google on like the tab yeah, on the, the Mozilla Firefox, and you just wasn't that an antitrust thing at some point? They sued about that, about building into the. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would believe it though. What about Time Warner and Comcast? Huh? huh? <laughs> let's let's get into it. Is that gonna make it through the FTC? I don't honestly. I never think big business has our for real concerns at heart no. ever. Uh, you know, it's all, it's all But do you think the government will, uh, will stop it? I don't think they will. I think they'll just let Who's it go. Who's doing it? Time Warner and Comcast are merging. I have Time Warner for internet. Yes. Does that mean I have to cancel them? No, you won't. You're about to have to. Say, I've had enough with this. <laughs> How much do I need to protest? Can I still... I haven't... I've had enough with this merger. Well, why don't you like it? I don't know. Yeah. It's just bad, I heard. I was told... Well, in my... Uh, area, it's the Time Warner or it's like nothing at all. Yeah, so to call it like just... fair, you know, competition. Uh, yeah, for competition, yeah. that's that's really a misnomer. Exist. I wanted to get DirecTV, but uh, my landlord wouldn't let me put the thing on the roof. Wouldn't let you. Yeah. What you do? Just put it up there and then tell them, oh hey, I put this on the roof. Okay. That's a little. I have two DirecTV satellites on my roof. If you want. Do you? I don't oh, use nice. anymore. Great. Yeah. Satellite yeah. dishes. Dishes? Did you have the dish network? The hopper? The hopper. You ever realize how that works with satellites? What do you mean? I never realized how it works until recently. I bet they just orbit the Earth, but yeah. they don't. What's the scoop? The Earth is spinning, right? Right. And the satellites calibrate until they're spinning exactly with the Earth, so they're in one fixed point. Uh-huh. Right. So when that's why you're... Satellite dish is just in, in one. It doesn't need to. Move. It doesn't need to like follow yeah. it in the sky. It's just exactly pointing wherever the satellite is. Wow, isn't that weird? I remember seeing, uh, you know, the Sandra Bullock movie, the uh, 
gravity and thinking what happened to like your space station stuff was completely plausible because they probably like shot so much stuff up there at this point oh I read about that they're waiting for this chain effect they call they already have a name for it what is it one thing hits something yeah that'll make a thousand more little bits and they're all hurling a thousand miles an hour thousand well, they're trapped hour. so those will just everything will just shred each other once the ball gets rolling yeah and all the things you take for granted like your cell phone and your yeah. you know TV it's all gonna be gone I don't take it for granted I'm one of the few people that take it for granted actually <laughs> I'm don't. still on analog I never switched off. over oh I'm not satellite though I'm on cable I pray me too right? me too as much as I want to be on satellite I got the kibosh for my my landlord, who, I don't know, even though I pay him on time every month, it. somehow feels threatened by me. I have indirect TV. <laughs> I go to like Best Buy and I you catch a little it? something in my periphery here and there. You watch it over someone's shoulder? Yeah, yeah. Like, you watch someone else's Just TV. walking down the street, whatever I can catch in a, in a window display. Yeah. I, I, it's still that's... expensive, it's the weird thing. It's like 30 <laughs> bucks a week. Because you got to pay someone off. Yeah. That feels yeah. very right downable, Doug. I don't know. That just that's funny. Indirect TV. Indirect TV. So I uh, I watch I watch TV so through my and this to my yeah. list of hilarious jokes. I watch TV through my neighbor's window. It's it's indirect TV. <laughs> and then maybe like have some kind of musical sting after you say a joke. I just put it up. Just just a thought. Just you a gotta thought. have stings. Stings. Do you have a guy that does your voiceover, that records the things, or is that a computer program? I got program? a guy. He's got, got a guy. It's a secret guy, though. It's not that secret, because someone we both know used him. Who is it? I can't talk about it. Oh, no, no, no. Don't, don't talk about it. It's not that interesting, actually. Yeah. <laughs> voiceover. Voice. I actually did a voiceover. Ju- Juicebox uses him on his mixtapes. He's a rapper. Just right. shout out to Juicebox. J-U-I-C-E-B-O-Triple-X Milwaukee Rapper Shout Couch Juice, Crasher Juice Boy Juice Box Window Smasher <laughs> Kickflip Blaster Dick Trick Trapper Cum Guzzling Rapper Without the cum, without the guzzle It's really good Yeah What about this? JB You know why I'm on Tinder? I'm not trying to like, get laid I just want some more female friends. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. That's just, it's, that makes, it's hilarious in my mind this morning. I think that's funny just because why on earth would you try and make a friend on a website that's specifically dedicated to fucking people? Maybe I like that. Like that makes me laugh. Like that's a good use for these cell phones, you know? Yeah. Not this Candy Crush crap. Right. What's Candy Crush? No Talking, means connecting, no. making connections, making people get to know each other a little bit. <laughs> what about? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What about combination? What about playing Tiny Wings with a friend, with a stranger, playing Quiz Up with someone in Melbourne, Australia? That's a wonderful thing yeah. too. Something to think about. I call him an asshole for beat me. You do? Sometimes I do. Yeah. yeah. What do they say back? LOL? Or do they, they come back at you? Aussie style. No one comes back to me ever. They never do. What, mate? I'm so asshole? Busy. You're just like asshole. No, I won't say asshole. I mean, do they understand that it's like what what what, what place it's coming from? Usually I'll say like shoot you or something that's not a real insult. <laughs> like that was the crappiest bastard hole. I don't know. Shit you. It also shit sounds you. like a terrible institution of learning. Shit you. Yeah. Where'd you go to college? Spray boys. Yeah. <laughs> shit you is on this menu. Shit you. Shit you. Fuck you. Dog soup. Uh, 
I haven't had rice dog in so paw, long. Dog paw. Dog paw soup. Not good. Not Just so four bad. full paws from nope. one dog. <laughs> That's not good. Not behind this. Mouth. Just four. <laughs> Yeah, you ever had that? It's good. If you go to the vegetarian vegan place and they make the imitation of dog paws, <laughs> it tastes just like real dog paws. You still get that that earthy dog park kind of trail flavor. Like the nails are all splayed and just like Yeah, the nails, are, somehow they got those nails. They're a little crunchier and a little harder to, to get through. From the same those nice shop black, big black pads, they're so soft. Yeah. Flip it up and you. That actually might. You get a little. You get a little oyster fork on there, on that little black pad. <laughs> I get to the black. I get to the black pad being good. Yeah. A puppy pad. A puppy. A what about a pink pad? puppy pad? <laughs> no, I'm talking about an old calloused Saint Bernard pup. Is that because pad. like underneath? I can the see that on chopped. You open the basket. You're agreed. Puppy paws. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, that's what they have to like. It's like a chef challenge. It's like a chef challenge, but they have a basket of stuff and you yeah. like, open it up. That's the, Do they give them like disgusting shit? Uh, they don't. I don't think it's disgusting. Like it's not like that. Or no, no, no. Like it's just things that are incongruent. Camel dicks. Camel dicks. Camel dicks. Chicken pots. Pounds of camel dicks. It's used every dick. <laughs> you know about bully sticks? No. It's some bamboo for, shoots. It's a thing yeah. for dogs. Yeah. It's a, dog, it's a dog treat called a bully stick. A bully oh, stick. Oh, it's a penis. It's a, it's a bull penis. Oh. Yeah, but I, didn't, I was buying them for my dog for like six months before I found out, oh, it's just it's a bull's penis. That's why it smells so bad. That's why the dog likes it so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you get that wet dick just yeah, sitting the there getting gnawed, your, gnawed away carpet. at on your carpet, on like your right next to your couch. <laughs> or on your pillow. And you can just smell it. What's that? Just smell? that frothy, it smells like a it smells like like steamy sauna. It smells no. terrible. My dog's not gay, but if he was... He'd eat a bull's dick. He'd eat a bull's fogging dick. Fogging up the windows with that frothy gnaw. Uh, frothy gnaw. Oh, frothy gnaw. Frothy gnaw. Well, I, I think I'm gonna hit stop. Okay. This okay. is super fun. Is there well, anything you want to like? I mean, did you get anything here? Yeah, um, we got everything. Oh, look, about an hour. Okay. You should probably plug Twisting the Wind. Twisting the Wind, your podcast. It's a great it's podcast. A great podcast. It's, great it's podcast. real fun. It's a lot of stuff. Doug's been on it. I'm thinking. Check out my web. I have some new web shows coming. Oh yeah. The Pound Story King is the oh, new one. Oh, great! And the new one came out yesterday. Cool, man. Two days ago. I watched a bunch Every of Pound Houses too. Oh, They're great. cool. Thank yeah. you. Check out Pig Poundhouse, DougPound.com, Twitter.com slash just my nipples. Twitter.com slash Johnny Pemberton. Twitter.com slash Twitter.com slash. Just my nipples. Or Google. Yeah, any of our names. Live shows. Thanks. Twitter.com slash Guns N' Roses. Twitter, Guns and Guns and Guns Slash. Slash. Slash Guns and Guzzlers. No, what's it called? Comes and Roses. Twitter.com slash comes and roses. All right, that was the show, guys. Uh, thanks again to Johnny and to Doug for hanging out with me. I had a great time. I hope you did, too. New episodes come out every Saturday, so uh, so make sure and subscribe on iTunes. Give it a follow on SoundCloud. Uh, we're about to hit 600,000 followers on SoundCloud, so a, a big thanks to Ben Fox, the... Uh, the content manager over there and everyone at SoundCloud. Uh, We're on Stitcher Radio. Tune in while we... Anything that's taken my RSS feed is getting the Grabbing Lunch podcast. That is it. GrabbingLunch.com 
mattknutson.com. And in the immortal words of Russell Simmons, thank you all for coming. God bless. Good night.